Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Crystal and Italia. And today's episode is going to be about the top mistakes most lash artists make. And we're not only talking about just when you start your business or whatever. It's also just about like mistakes you can make during and as you're growing. Growth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> we both took that. We're so annoying. <laughs> Okay, so I also wanted to say thank you guys for all the follows on Instagram, and we also just want you guys to give us some more suggestions. We say it at the end mm-hmm. of every episode, and we just we actually do want some. So yeah, we want to know. Listening. We want to know what you want to hear. So. Yeah. So today we're going to go over the mistakes that we both came up with. Crystal came up with her own, and I came up with my own, and. We also just wanted to like give a little disclaimer about like some of the ones we are going to mention um, may sound a little repetitive, but we're definitely not going to go in detail about the ones that we've talked about in previous episodes. We'll mention if we've discussed it before so that if you do want to learn more about it, you can go back to a previous episode and listen to it. But we don't want to be repetitive and be annoying. So we're going to try to make sure we keep those ones super short so you guys don't feel like you're listening to the same episode in a million different ways yeah but we just want to mention it so that you guys do yeah know of the topic that we're exactly wanting to mention mm-hmm. so. it's important still so that's why we still want to mention it but um i'll go first so one of the major mistakes i feel like people make is not charging enough so i feel like yes. a lot of people they are questioning their own work and they're questioning what they're worth and they feel like, okay, well, let me start lower and I can just always get, you know, like raise my prices. And yeah, that's true. But you definitely want to make sure that you're setting yourself at the correct standard mm-hmm. and that people don't think, oh, why are these lashes so cheap? Like, you know, like you just want to make sure that you're representing your brand and yourself and your work like properly. Yeah. And you don't want to attract the wrong people as well. And then right. it's much harder to grow and raise your prices when you need to because those people might not be the type of people that want to stay with you right or you know regardless of any of that you still need to grow and raise your prices as needed but to try and steer clear of situations like that you want to make sure you're starting at the right place yeah and then it's also not just based on your work and your business it's also based on your product that you're using so you just want to make sure you're pricing everything correctly so Mm -hmm. that you're not undercharging and you're not making as much money as you should be and profiting a good amount at least to like live off of if you're trying to do this as your full-time job or whatever it may be just make sure you're counting and like making sure your expenses are matching what you're making off of each service so that you're not you know can't live off of the money Exactly. Don't undercharge. And especially if you have your license and you have an education, you know, those are the type of things that people are paying for, not just a service, but to pay for a professional person that knows what they're doing. So don't like, especially when you're new, it's going to be hard to like justify to yourself that you're charging certain prices. But trust me, it is worth that. And it is a lot of work and it might not seem like work in the beginning, but 
it is work and you are putting in a lot of work. And if you are educated and you're doing things properly, you definitely deserve to get paid what you're worth. And I also feel like when you first started, you were like questioning because um, yes. Crystal, <laughs> like at first she was charging her like learning prices and whatever. And when it was time for her to go full price and she oh, was so doing the same extensions as me and like in the same area. So it's like in the same exact room. So you can't like have crazy different prices. Yeah. Um, and she always like, I don't know, like maybe we should just special <laughs> She was so worried. Like, ah, I don't think anybody's going to pay this. And I was like, girl, it's going to come. Like, just be patient. I'm telling you, there's people who pay the prices because we're not charging what of like, not what it's worth. We're charging what it is worth. Yeah, exactly. So, and people, if they really take the time, they truly do understand that. And a lot of my clients are like, I will never get any other type of ex- extensions besides Novalash, no matter mm-hmm. where I move or go. And I definitely think that's important to make your clients really realize what they're getting. Yeah. I was definitely scared to like <laughs> charge the prices. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should like be charging these prices because like I was n- newer and I also just I didn't know if people were going to actually pay that yeah, price. So I was like, I I'd rather have clients and have it at a cheaper price than like charge more and then maybe not get as many clients as I would if it was cheaper but you don't want to do that you yeah. and I I've learned now that like you don't want to do that and I've learned that people will pay mm-hmm. so charge what you're worth and the right people will come and yeah and it's funny just because <laughs> it was like now that you are charging it and when you get you're like oh I like this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting and yeah now that I've been doing it for a little bit now it's like I've it's definitely I know I definitely deserve what I'm getting because it is hard and it's work Mm -hmm. and yes and it's I'm educated I'm giving a quality service so yeah I would not be charging any less than what I do now but I definitely struggled with it in the beginning the next mistake is not using social media so even if you are you do have a social media or you know whatever the case may be not using it enough it is very valuable and it is important like in this day and time a lot of people are probably everybody has a social media of some sort whether it be instagram or facebook and also like if you're just using instagram or just using facebook that's a problem too you have to make sure you're displaying your content on all social media because you don't want to be missing out on a certain audience, whether it be people who only have Facebook or people only have Instagram. You want to make sure you have all of your images out there and everything that so people can see whatever platform they're using. And I definitely know a lot of people who don't have an Instagram that do have a Facebook or vice versa with TikTok or whatever. And you just want to make sure you're reaching all your audience. And you don't want to limit yourself to just Instagram or limit yourself just to Facebook because there's a mixed audience and not everybody has every platform. And don't think that like, oh, social media doesn't matter. I'm not going to get like that many people or people don't look on social media for things like a lot of people do. And I will probably... 90% of my clientele comes from social media. So don't discredit social media or think just because you've been doing it for a month and you don't see any results yet that it's not working because it will work. And people who actually enjoy looking at your profile and your descriptions and your images, like they're going to really respect that and trust you and they'll lean more towards going with you opposed to somebody who isn't using social media that way. Yeah. And then I remember like the other day, me and Crystal were in the studio and Crystal had a client and her client said, 
yeah, I've been following you for like three months. And then you popped up on my timeline. And I was like, oh, let me just make an appointment. And I was like, see, exactly. Like yeah. she followed Crystal for three <laughs> months and Crystal couldn't be like, oh, there's another random girl following me. But no, she decided to come in and get a service finally after three months of following mm-hmm. Crystal just because she popped up on her timeline. So it's like you have to just think in the future and realize that not everything happens right at the time that something goes on, but it can eventually turn into something you didn't think it would. So I hope that made sense. <laughs> So the next mistake I would say is not having clear policies. So we've talked a lot about policies in, in another episode, but I definitely just wanted to yeah, quickly we have say a whole episode about dedicated policies. So if you want to my have favorite more, episode, definitely watch that for our listen it's to a long that. One. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just I'm not going to talk about what policies to have. I'm just going to say clear policies, meaning like. Make sure there's no loopholes in your policies because a lot of people may read something and say, oh, well, it doesn't say this or doesn't say that. Just So you just want to make sure it's clear as in you're Mm -hmm. covering all the bases and making sure people don't have questions after they read your policies. They shouldn't have questions because they should be like, okay, well, you know, they can have when they're reading, they can have a question pop up in their head and then they keep reading and like, oh, she answered the question. So for me, my policies list is incredibly long and it looks petty (laughs) and it looks crazy, but people like when they do read it, they're like, oh wow like you really did cover all the bases and I'm like yeah I know exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just need to be very detailed and try to be as detailed as possible from the beginning yeah like yeah just leave no (laughs) no confusion on how this works and how that works because it really is important because it makes your life so much easier when you're running a business Mm -hmm. so that people are not like trying Taking to yeah, trying to find situation. ways around things yeah. that's so annoying and it's really frustrating or trying to tell you how to run your business yeah, yeah. it's just frustrating when you're or, like running especially a small business is you're working mm-hmm. so hard to get further and be more successful and there's people that are holding you back because they're like trying to like backtrack you with all these questions mm-hmm. and like pushing you to just not do well and like for me my policies have been you know same day cancellation you're 100 charged that's my my um, cancellation policy and I had someone cancel their same day appointment and try to get around it and I was like no like this is my policy it's been my policy you yeah. agree to it like that's what it is so I charged her and it's over a month and a half later and she disputed it with her bank and is trying to get her money back <laughs> and my thing about that is it's like um it said you know you can like refund her the money or you can challenge it and as a small business I'm gonna challenge it because it's not to be petty and it's like it's like $60. It's not like a lot of money and I'm not going to be upset if I lost it, but I'm going to challenge it because that was That's my just policy. somebody disrespecting your business and, yeah. you, and the policies they agreed to by booking an appointment and all of that. And so. I was I was clear with them. They agreed to them. That was how it went. So it's like, why do I have to give you a refund for something that you agreed to? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's really more so just like the principle of it all than anything and I'm just wanted to include that because I just wanted to be very like give you guys a good example of like real life situations that happens and that's what happened to me the most recently and I just think that it's like something you're gonna everybody's gonna have to deal with eventually but you're going to just have to do what's best for you and your business and if you don't feel like you can challenge it or you can't show the proof or you can't prove it then you know if you felt more comfortable just refunding it then refund it but if you know that you were clear with your policies and how everything goes then challenge it. I also want to mention that me and Italian now have people sign our policies in 
person with paper and pen, make sure that they read, we know that they're reading over it. So it's not any surprise. So that's something that you might want to look into doing as well. And so every new person going forward, we're going to have a conversation with them about our policies and have them sign it so that they don't act surprised or they don't act like they didn't know. So that's also something to look into. So another big mistake that beginning lash artist may make is not isolating properly. So this is like the number one thing as a lash artist that you need to make sure that you're doing. It's the biggest thing that can damage somebody's lashes if you don't do. And it's the biggest reason why, you know, like nail salons and things like that have such a bad reputation of lashes because they don't isolate. And if you're sticking lashes together, they're not going to grow properly. And you're going to come, they're going to come back with bad retention and everything's not going to go smoothly. When you're trying to become a beginner lash artist, that's just the number one thing you need to focus on doing before anything is make sure you are isolating, making sure every lash is singled out and none is stuck together. You need to isolate before you get it fully full. Like don't focus on getting it full over getting them isolated because like I said, that's like the number one thing to make sure that the lashes are healthy. And you can do both. So why not just do both? And also like I would say it's not only beginner lash artists that don't do that properly. Um, There's many people who's been doing it for a long time too. And I know that you didn't mean just beginner, but I just wanted to say that because I have clients who come from people like, oh yeah, like she's been doing my lashes for three years. (laughs) She's a nurse. And I'm like, that has, that means nothing. (laughs) Like, because it doesn't matter like what their profession is. If like it's outside of Mm -hmm. lashes or whatever, because at the end of the day, if you're not isolating properly and you're not doing them properly, you're not doing them properly. It doesn't matter (laughs) what you are. And not only will it be damaging to the lashes, but it's also not going to be comfortable for the client. It's going to hurt and they're going to not want to come back to you if you're not doing things properly. So that is a really big thing to focus on. So another mistake is just not having clear explanations on your services like available to the public. So whether it's on your website, your Instagram, any of your social media, Google, whatever, having a clear explanation on what you offer and like what it entails is very important Mm -hmm. because the more information you have online, the less questions people will have if they do read it because do I have a lot of people still call me and ask a million questions? Yes. And is it all available all on my website? Yes. <laughs> and do many people read it? No. But like saying that like, yeah, like when people call me, like someone called me today and was asking about the extensions and all these questions and I was answering them and she was like, oh, so if I move to Connecticut, is there somebody that there will do the same exact extensions? And I was like, yeah, there is probably. I'm pretty sure there is a Novolash person in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And that's where she asked for it. And I was like, she was like not sold on it because she was like, she just doesn't know what she's like looking for because I asked her, what like style are you going for? And mm-hmm. she said, whatever can fit behind my glasses. <laughs> and I was like, um, any of the sets can fit behind your glasses. I said, it just depends if you're like looking for more of like a natural or dramatic, whatever. And she was like, okay, well, I'm not sure what I want yet. So I'm going to like call back and like see you or whatever. And I was like, yeah, or you can just go to my website. And you, there's a lot of pictures and information yeah. because she would, wasn't even sure what we were really talking about because yeah, she doesn't send any look. pictures or nothing. Yeah. 
So I was like, go on my website. Like I've spent a lot, a lot of time on my website <laughs> trying to make it very customer friendly. Yeah, very easy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So and I just put so much information up there. So like ha- like most questions people ask me in person are on my site somewhere. <laughs> so it's just like literally taking the time to do that so that you have that to refer to, even if people don't originally go on your website and yeah. read it and look before they come to you. At least you have that to refer to. So if you don't have time to answer those questions or whatever from mm-hmm. calls or whatever, you can just say, hey, we'll go to my site because I have this, that, and third. So yeah. yeah. Clients really do appreciate it when you spend your time or like if there's already information out there that they don't have to reach out to you, they don't have to ask the questions if their questions are already being answered. They definitely do like that. And it makes you seem more professional anyways that you're already having that information out there and everything's already answered to the point where all they have to do is book an appointment and they know exactly what they're expecting and what they're getting and you know everything like that yeah because I've had clients who like booked an appointment that I've never met or never Mm -hmm. reached out to me first and they just randomly booked an appointment and they came in and I like talked about stuff and they said oh yeah I read that on your site and I'm like yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds so stupid and small but thank you yeah (laughs) something I just want to add is you know make sure you do have a website make sure you do have a booking website so that you know you don't have to text to make an appointment or call to make an appointment it is very important to have that very user easy friendly type of thing that clients can just go to your website and book an appointment because majority of my clients that have booked I've never seen them before and they just book on the website and it's very easy for them to do that and you just need somewhere that you're going to provide all that information because like I said people do look at it So another mistake that lash artists can make is not placing lashes correctly. And this is a very important thing for retention and everything. So I'm going to use classic lashes, for example. If you are placing a classic lash and, you know, you don't have the base all the way down, it's going to fall off much sooner than it would be if it was applied correctly if you don't have that lash placed exactly how you know it's supposed to be on the natural lash and if it's not glued to the fullest length it possibly can be to that natural lash to the extension then it's not going to have the greatest retention it possibly can yeah and i have seen way too much people apply extensions to the bottom of the natural lash like underneath Mm-hmm. the natural lash instead of on top mm-hmm. and that is not really the pro- not really the way. proper way to do so because of many reasons and i honestly think that would be way more uncomfortable for the client um just because like for me sometimes i have like natural lashes that are you know the bottom layer yeah. of my natural go down or twist and turn and if the lash extension base was underneath there like where it could poke you in the eye like I feel like that'd be so uncomfortable and yeah it honestly doesn't look right either people say it looks more natural but I don't think so I definitely think you should be placing the extensions on the top of the natural lash where it's like most visible to you not underneath another mistake would be not having pre or post care instructions so basically not having somewhere where people can read what instruct what they need to do to prepare for their appointment as well as what they need to do after their appointment so I have a specific area and page on my website that explains how to prepare for your appointment as well as the aftercare for each service that I 
offer. So it says pre slash post care and people can click on that and say, okay, I'm getting no lash extensions. So what do I need to do? Okay. Not have caffeine, make sure come in with no makeup on, whatever. So that's very important because for example, Crystal today, she had to have someone cancel their appointment or reschedule it because they were like, oh, I used retinol. Mm -hmm. Now I can't get my brows waxed and laminated tomorrow because I just used retinol yesterday. So there's a certain amount of days that you need to not use retinol before Before waxing and all that stuff. So things like that are very important because now Crystal has to either fill that spot or have open spot because that person can't get it done when they were supposed to. And for me, when people, I have it set to where depending on what appointment you book is mm-hmm. what email you get. So they get an email. If they book a brow lamination or tin or wax or whatever, it sends them an email that says, make sure not to use retinol or all the other products you should not use before getting yeah. a brow service. And then as well as you don't want people complaining about how last, long the tint lasts and things like that because if you have a section or you send them home with an aftercare card or something that says, don't get your brows wet for 24 hours, don't get your lashes wet for 20, whatever the case may be, then they have the proper information they need to mm-hmm. do the aftercare and they can't blame you if it doesn't last, exactly. if they're not following it. So you definitely just want to make sure you're providing before and after care for all of your services so that no there's no miscommunication where people don't understand and then they want to blame you for whatever goes wrong. I definitely do recommend sending people home whether it's brows or lashes whenever they get their first time getting something done with an aftercare car instruction card because a lot of people may not be listening when you're saying it in person, but if you send them home with a card that they can refer back to, oh, this is what she said, just so that they can have it. Like Italia said, that they don't blame you or they are properly educated on what they need to do after their appointment to take care of their lashes or their brows. Um, so yeah, I do recommend that. And me and Crystal often do provide a lot of information at every appointment that we do with people, um, if it's their first time with us. So we definitely overwhelm people with a lot of information that yes. they don't can't remember everything and I don't blame them. So we definitely just think after card. We always tell them everything I already told you is on this card in case you forget. It's also on my website. So don't freak out. And then if you still have questions after that, then you can reach out. <laughs> yeah. Just to make our lives easier because we really barely like rarely have people reach out to us about any aftercare things because we provide it in two other places that they don't they can refer to before reaching out to us. Another mistake that lash artists can be making is applying too long of links on the natural lash. So if you're applying a super long length on a short lash, that's not going to be sustainable for that lash. And it's most likely going to damage the lash or as it grows out, it's going to look crazy or flip around and twist. And you just want to make sure you're applying whatever length you're using to a properly you just want to make sure that you are applying the correct lash extension length to to the correct natural lash that can handle it and that can be one of the easiest ways to damage lashes is just putting lashes on that are too heavy or too long that the natural lash literally is killing itself to hold up so you definitely want to make sure you're looking at the lashes and going based off that and not just saying oh you want this okay i'll put it on you yeah because a lot of people do that, which I know you want to make the client happy, but there's other ways to make the client happy. Mm-hmm. And one of the main ways is to make sure their natural lashes are healthy. Because, you yeah. know, if 
they have a bad retention week or mm-hmm. month, whatever, and they come in and they see how, like they can see a lot of their natural lashes and they can see that a lot of their natural lashes are very short. They're gonna ask you like, um, yeah, are my natural lashes doing well? Because yeah. they look pretty short. You know what I mean? So like a lot of my clients, if they if that ever happens, they come in and they say, yeah, I can see my lashes growing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, exactly. Thank you. I know. <laughs> yeah. So just don't be doing things that are gonna jeopardize the health of the natural lash because if all their lashes fall off due to damage then you won't have anything to lash and then you're gonna lose that client because you're no longer gonna be able to give them the look they want because they have nothing (laughs) yes okay so this is one of the ones that i wanted to mention but i definitely am not going to in detail at all about is just the setting the boundaries thing Mm -hmm. um that's a big mistake a lot of people do is just allowing people to come in and roll them them. yeah Yeah. and you just want to make sure you're making like letting people know that this is how my business works if you like it you know please be a client if you do Mm -hmm. not like it there's many other places you can go and there's so many nice ways to say that you don't have to be rude you don't have to be whatever you just need to make sure you set that with every new client you get at the beginning yes another mistake that lash artists can make is not using a variety of links and if you're only using like one link on all of the lashes making them look very uniformed and very not very any type of characteristic to the lash it's just very plain very fake looking yeah like not a shape or you want to make sure that you're picking the correct eyelash extension links based on the natural eye shape as well as what the customer wants but making sure that you're keeping the natural lashes safe and you can create a lot of more (laughs) you can create a lot of different looks when you use a variety of links instead of just limiting the way that it can look just with one or two different links. Yeah, and you got to keep up with the trends. There's many different trends going on with colored lashes and doll eye and cat eye and whatever. And you just want to make sure that you're keeping up with trends so that you stay relevant in Mm -hmm. the lash industry. So another mistake is just not marketing enough. So like Crystal said, with social media, that's not the only way to market. You can put up posters. You can hand out business cards. There's so many other ways to market your business. And you just want to make sure that you are actually putting in effort at least once a month in marketing and just some of your profit, just putting it towards marketing. Mm -hmm. And we do have a whole episode on marketing. So again, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but I just wanted to mention that it is an important thing that a lot of people look over and a lot of people forget about because they're so like so focused on all the other things you need to do and have for a business that they forget like, okay, wait, I need to market myself and my business to grow. Yeah. Just be proactive with getting yourself out there and researching different ways that you can do that as well as Satalia said we do have a whole nother episode on marketing specifically so just educate yourself on the things that you can do to help market yourself and put yourself out there so another mistake that I want to mention is more of like a a personal one is so you want to make sure that you are showing your personality and being able to be more on a personal level with your clients and showing that side of you because that'll help the connection between you and your client be a lot more better and a lot more stronger and build that kind of clientele relationship that you want with your clients so that they do feel safe with you and comfortable and trust you and want to keep coming back to you. So if you're like me and you're like a shy person, this job will definitely force you to get out of your comfort zone and it'll definitely, you know, 
if you're somebody who has like kind of like anxiety meeting new people or anxiety starting something new, it's okay to be like that at first. But as you do it more and more, you'll be more comfortable as well. And you'll be able to show that side much more easier. But you have to know that you are going to have to do that. And the best way is just starting and just doing it and putting yourself out there. And even when it feels scary, just do it because that is what's going to help clients trust you and be comfortable around you and it'll help you feel good as well and also if you are confident when you're doing so people won't even notice that you're nervous or you're shy they'll they'll think oh she knows what she's talking about and yeah Mm -hmm. they trust you so don't don't be too shy where you're acting like you're stuttering and you're like uh-uh. <laughs> and it's okay if you do. It's going to happen. But but try not to because people are going to be like, if she's unsure, I'm unsure. Yeah. So you just want to make people feel comfortable. And mm-hmm. in order to do so, you need to make sure you look like you know what you're doing at least. Yeah. So that's what I mean by that. But and, yeah. it's okay to be shy at first. <laughs> the biggest reason I want to bring this up is like you don't want to just kind of – Get the client in there, say hi, do the service and tell them bye. You want to have some type of conversation with them, some type of explanation that you're giving to them on what they're getting. Just some kind of conversation where you can show a little bit of you instead of it just being (laughs) so like, hi, my name is Crystal. I'm doing your lashes. Lay down. (laughs) And then get up. Okay, bye. See you later. Crystal's like like, way of that she says to every client. It cracks me up every time she says She says, do you have anything else to do today? (laughs) That is such a personal question, kind of, because she'll ask your brand new client, you got anything else to do today? No, I say, so have you got anything else that you got going on today? You got anything else you got to do after this? And it is, a, it is a conversation starter, but it's just funny because the way she words it like she already knows them. And she says it to a brand new client. You have anything going on after this? Mine's just, how are you? So I funny. ask both. You do, but okay, it's just funny you? because say. you say it every time. <laughs> so I have to hear it literally like four times a day. <laughs> so the next mistake is just not having referral programs. So we've said this in a previous episode, but just to mm-hmm. brief is just having a referral program and rewarding your clients for, you know, referring, referring you, you and getting you more business. You just want to make sure you're doing that because it does push them to want to Say your name and spread, you know, your business out there. So you just want to make sure you are rewarding your clients for their effort because that is important. They do deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The last mistake that I have that I want to share is don't give up too soon and like don't let doubt take over and make you not do it or make you not continue to do it even when you don't feel like you're growing or don't feel like you're good enough or don't feel, you know, whatever the things that you tell yourself, don't allow that to take over and you stop and not do what you want to do just because you're letting that fear come in your mind. So don't give up. Don't give up too soon because I did and I could have been a lot more further if I didn't. And I started as a side hustle and I never would have thought I am would be where I am today and that was never the plan either I didn't know what was the plan but it wasn't this and look what it turned out to so you just push yourself and like Crystal said a million times go out your comfort zone and just learn on the way because no one will know everything before they start but you can learn from other mistakes and that's why we provide this podcast so that we can try to help as much as we can in that aspect with you know not knowing each other but that's also why we you know tell people please like 
ask questions, send us suggestions, like whatever that, you know, it could be anonymous. It doesn't matter. But if you guys want us to talk about something more into detail or something exactly. you're specifically going through, you need advice or whatever, we're here for you. So just leave that somewhere in our social media and we will try to provide the best information we can. And we do have a whole episode to actually starting and where we talk about not giving up and, you know, what it takes to start in the beginning. So that's also something you can listen back to if you are interested in hearing more about that. But definitely don't give up. And if it's something you're very passionate about, then just keep going. So my last mistake that I wanted to mention is not just explaining the aftercare properly, but also making sure that you're selling the aftercare. So we talked about this in a previous episode of other ways to make income is like selling the aftercare and everything. But you want to make sure you're sending your your clients home with the proper aftercare. So, you know, if they just got their brows tinting, yeah, tell them not to get their brows wet for 24 hours or whatever your policy is for that. Not just that, but saying here's some brow growth serum and here's some nourishment for them or whatever. Buy this and take this home and use this so that your your brows are just as strong as they were before we ever did anything mm -hmm. to them. By the time you come back, we can do it again and it won't harm them. So you just want to make sure you're sending your clients home with what they need to do and not just verbally telling them because if they're not using products and they're just getting something done and never cleaning them or never properly nourishing them like they're supposed to, you're going to have problems in the future. So you just want to make sure that you are trying to really push that aftercare on your clients and not just to make money, but definitely to make sure that your services are lasting mm -hmm. and they're prolonged and that people are going to want to come back because they see it actually works and it actually lasts. Yeah. And you'll definitely be surprised of like the people that will buy it but if they didn't if you didn't mention it they wouldn't have because they just don't know so don't not mention it because you think they're not gonna buy it or whatever the case may be you definitely want to mention it to everybody because you'll be surprised on how many people want to buy all different types of things that you're trying to retail them to and you also when you explain all these things whether people want to buy anything or not you do sound and look more knowledgeable and mm -hmm. you should be in your craft and as well as and what needs to be done after the service as well because a lot of services you can't just go home and do nothing you know for at least 24 hours you need to do this or whatever there is aftercare for a lot of services and people have to realize that that there's a little bit of aftercare but it does save you time in the morning still but there's mm -hmm. something that still has to be done so and i just want to add in don't feel like you're sounding silly by talking about it or anything like that because the person is most likely not going to be upset that you're talking about it you may just feel like oh they don't want to hear about it don't like automatically tell yourself that they know that I mean it's it's pretty much your job to be doing that so they're not going to look at you and be like oh I don't want to hear it like they know that that's what you need to talk about and right and they're not going to look at you like you know whatever they know that and it's your it's, job. Yeah, it is your job. And that's, that's why I'm they're saying. coming to you. You're the professional and they exactly. need your advice that, you know, otherwise they would do it at home by themselves. There's a lot of mm -hmm. there's a lot of at home kits you can buy to laminate your own brows, to do your own lash lift. There's all everything we do. You can there's something you can do at home for yourself. There's a reason why people instead of doing it that way, they're paying to come to a professional, professional. to get it done. So you don't want to just do the professional service and that's it. You want to show them that give you're professional the and give service. them all yeah. they need for aftercare and all the information they need to make sure they are getting the best service possible. So that's your job as the lash artist or brow artist or whatever you're doing. That is your job as a professional. Yeah, and your job to educate your clients. Okay. That's it. <clears throat> 
So that is all of our mistakes that we came up with and things that we definitely have made a mistake in before and we're not perfect. So and we definitely we have experience. Growing, yes. <laughs> well, that's all we have. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We, we hope that something in this episode today you can take and implement it in your own business and it does help you grow or be more successful or make more money or whatever it may be. Take what you need, take notes and use them. Yeah, and definitely go back and listen to the other episodes that we mentioned if you are interested in more details of what we were talking about for certain tips we were giving in this episode. And please feel free to reach out to us on any of our platforms at Lash Girls Need Love Too and leave us suggestions or ask us questions and we will try and get back to you as soon as we can or make an episode on whatever you have suggested for us. And yeah. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and rate us. And if you're on any of the other platforms, please rate us. And we still so appreciate it because we are doing so good for us. Like our goals, we've already reached our goals of like, it's still not like crazy, but it's like what we yeah. were, what we're happy As long with. as we're helping like two people, yeah. it's like <laughs> that, that is better. Like that's what we're doing this for. If I was just helping one person out there like better their business or better their whatever it may be like that is what we are happy about and for the 50th time we do this for fun anyway yeah. so it <laughs> but it does really feel good that like we have people listening yeah and yeah we definitely see you and we're so thankful for you yes, guys thank so you. thank you and we will see you guys next week thank you bye